Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So you can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. Campfire shit show, take 56. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Bo, one of your hosts here on the Campfire Shit Show. And I just want to say, uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Because I know what you're thinking. You wanted to thank me for constantly having to put up with Meryl's bullshit. And I agree. Today, just today, this morning, we, we took a short walk to mm-hmm. Starbucks. And uh, in that short amount of time, she was somehow able to throw her coffee entirely <laughs> all over her. And now I have to look at her this entire episode. <laughs> and Bo took some photos to post, but now he said he's going to make... Like there's a shadow that's casting on my face, so it yeah. looks like I have like a pirate's beard. No, you look like like a, one of those old clown hobos. It, it, it would be in like a, a train. Yes, you're absolutely right. Like the five o'clock shadow. <laughs> so we'll post that. In my mind, I thought it was going to turn out like the photo. You know when girls pose like a casting call on in a porn of like uh-huh. a girl standing there like I'm shy and stuff. Like that's what I thought when you were taking this. It was like oh I look demure and I'm like you know blah blah blah. And then you yeah. showed it to me. I'm like oh I have a beard and it looks like I'd be working on a railway. So. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> With all your belongings in a, a handkerchief. A sack. Uh, tied to a stick. A sack of love. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with me wearing a white shirt. I'm never going to wear any type of white again because... You shouldn't. I don't know why you need to keep learning this lesson. You always have food or drink all over you. Mm-hmm. Today it's coffee. Tomorrow it will be whatever. I'm a magnet for life. Maybe you should just eat and drink things that are clear. No way. Like just like. Like broth. Yeah, just have broth all the time. Ew, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm burning my own broth. A gelatinous no. beef, beef jiggle oh, mean, broth. Oh, I thought of you. I had the fattiest prime rib the other day and I dipped it into even more sauce. So it was like, oh, I'm I've so I've talked about right this now. before. Um, it can be challenging sometimes to be surrounded by uh, a chef mm-hmm. who is, you know, looks at food as art. And I really appreciate that about, you know, any creative. I think that's great. Amazing. 
but like I, it, some of that effort is lost on me because I could just take a pill and have all the nutrients in that really? one pill and just kind of like not think about food. No way. I live for food. That's Wouldn't all I think about. Wouldn't it be great though if you didn't have to think about what's supposed to go in your body and like nope. you're eating good or bad food. You won't gain weight. You'll always be like at your perfect physical self because this pill gives you everything you need. Nope. I don't care about everything I need. I care about like yeah, you the want, beautiful layers yeah. of the well, yeah, bechamel no, sauce. I like, uh, f- you know, fried chicken wings. I love them. But if I ate them all the time, I would not be in a good place. So I know that I have those tendencies to grab a hostess cupcake and jam it down my fucking throat. <laughs> a and little, so a little, you, so you take I, the twink. I love keys. the twinkies you love it, and shoving the, and it in the devil dogs and Debbie downers or no, where is that little Debbie's little you know, Debbie I think downers. Every region has their own like sweet thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So like in Philadelphia, they have the tasty cakes. Yes. Which I right. miss. Yes. Amazing. And those are supposedly like supposed to last even longer than cockroaches. Uh, That's not true because I just ate a tasty cake from when we went to Philadelphia, right? Mm -hmm. And I took a bite of it because I was like, I I wasn't eating shit food at the time. I brought it home for everyone else. When did you buy one? I didn't see you smuggle in a. I I bought a whole package at the airport or something. You didn't share this with me. Uh, Why would I share that? It'd just end up on your shirt. It would just end up on your shirt. Uh, So I brought a box. Just one of them in between my breasts. (laughs) I feel like I could get paid at least $7 for for months at a time. Yeah, yeah, totally. I will do that. Uh, Yeah, so I got a box, bought a bag. It's been like three months, right? Three months probably. And I went to open it. It was so fucking stale. One of those little peanut butter whatever things. Oh, I know. Chocolate peanut yeah. butter thing. And the, the cake itself inside was just like, a, you know, it tasted like, you know when they uh, freeze dry marshmallow or whatever that meringue? It was like like a briquette of meringue. Like, oh, I know what you snapped mean. So it's an urban legend that they could yeah. last in yeah, they times can't of last. war. No, no. The twink can't last. Okay. It's not, it's not a twink. It's a twinkie. But that's a Twinkie. Maybe a Twinkie lasts. Well, I, I had a great meal. If anyone lives in the Los Angeles area, yes. uh, there's a place in DTLA. Where is it? That's called downtown LA. It's called The Burrows. And it's really cool. It's underground. It almost feels like a speakeasy. And I went there with my friend Senta last night. Oh, nice. Senta peed. No, just kidding. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my God. What if when she goes to the bathroom, I could say, oh, Senta peed. <laughs> oh, my God. This just blows my mind. Do you want to call her? No, okay, but then. I would I'd like to. So, um, in what situation? If 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 someone in what said, situation are you, you gonna are you gonna say whoever peed? Like, oh, um, what did Santa do last night? Santa peed. Oh my gosh! And wait, okay, this just blew my mind too because her wife's name is Katie, and if Katie was asking me where Santa went. And she was like leaning against a column. I'd say centipede, you caterpillar, <laughs> like caterpillar. Like if she's leaning up against a column, like a wall, like a pillar, I'd say like caterpillar, centipede. <laughs> I'm gonna let you just go ahead. Oh let, my god! I'm gonna let you bask in that for a second. I I like that. It's good. Yeah, write a book. Uh, write a book. Yeah. Call that <laughs> just <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Kate <laughs> and then like the waiter would Katie slip Peller. and then his butter would fly oh my god okay i'm gonna shut my I'm mouth i'm just done i'm know, just done. done okay so anyway what i wanted to tell you was my friend now i this this uh the last minute will explain exactly what happened but uh senta was my is my friend um she was wait 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 centipede 
She is. She oh, is okay. my favorite. So her and I met. She worked for E! News and for Us Weekly as a writer. And at a few years ago, which I forgot to talk about when we were talking about like our celebrity encounters, a few years ago, uh, Prince Harry came to the Belly Up, the music venue that I was working at. Like very unexpected. He was in town randomly. And he like at his whim decided that he wanted to go see a music show. It wasn't anyone like famous. I know. So I was doing marketing at that time. If you like Google Prince Harry Belly Up, you know, all this stuff. Um, it was like a local reggae band. It was Carl like, Denson and Vocab Company, like both really oh. good, awesome bands. Like I love those That's bands. Cool. I love yeah, vocab. they were, and it, it made me so happy because the Vocab guys are my friends, and for all of a sudden, like a band to be, you know, doing well regionally and even nationally, yeah. but then to be like worldwide news of like who does Prince Harry go see, you know, all that <laughs> kind of stuff. So, can you imagine having that much like impact in what you do, like your your normal day to day, like? Uh, you just happen to stop into a coffee shop and they're like, oh, uh, you know, where it just makes John Mayer is hanging out at this coffee shop. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine having that much impact? Yes. I don't know why I used John I Mayer. I should have used Adam Duritz. Oh, Gosh. he has an impact on my life. Yeah, he does. Um, is he still your background on your phone? Yes, of course. I made it. Oh, I love you know, it. I get asked every day if that's my husband. <laughs> <And> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's not, not my husband. No, my husband is way cooler than this guy. <laughs> he is. And well, he's not my husband yet, but I will see. Oh my god! Um, so okay, so so my friend Senta was writing for she, her beat was the royal beat, like basically that you okay. know the stories that she was on. So it was her job to follow up and talk to me after, and we struck up a friendship. So it basically like. Um, Prince Harry came he was really nice he was really cool and then like he left and went on to his life and then about like two weeks after we had people like from the British press and people from all over like camped out in San Diego basically because like their specific beat was to get everything on like what happened with, with the royal family like who was Prince Harry wow. talking to who was what did he eat what did he wear you know like they were trying to uncover all that information so they basically were like staying on premises even though he was long gone so for a couple days after so her and I, for whatever reason, struck up a good friendship and we remained friends over the years. She's really awesome. And it just so happened that uh, the year that I was single, like Jack and I dated, then yeah. we were single for a year, then we got back together. I downloaded Bumble and I only messaged one boy and yeah. one boy only. And yeah. he looked like different than the rest. He looked, he was, a, I saw that from his little career <laughs> bio that it, he said he wrote comedy and it, he just looked like different and not douchey and not like. I just imagined that the photo that he, this person was using was like that of Bigfoot where he's walking <laughs> through the woods. He's like, he just seems like a different guy. Like, he seems mysterious. Like, woodsy. I like those woodsy guys. <laughs> I do. He kind of had a woodsy vibe. Uh, so, so I wrote, he was the only person I wrote to and my big writing to him, I got like jumbled when I messaged him and I, his name was, let's call him Sean because that's okay. what his name was. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I wrote, hi, Meryl, it's Sean. And then I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. Like, you know, so I wrote, you actually texted, I transposed fuck, our fuck, name. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> no, but I just okay. said, you just said that. And I said, and like, like, oh shit, I, I fucked this up. Yes. And don't you feel, I also feel like that seems that would fall under like something like quirky on purpose that someone would do you know yeah, or like something yeah. like that which wait, it really wasn't it was more just like me not paying attention and messaging him while I was doing something else and so uh so anyway he didn't write back and then I feel like maybe about two weeks later I gave it one more try because at that time I just was like I don't know I just I needed a boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> I, needed, I had seen I was I saw that like Jack was dating other people and I was like okay I need to really like move on and stuff like that so right. I, I I had a feeling that him and I would have gotten along so I just tried one more time didn't hear anything back and I think I even like said like 
I think we could be friends or I don't know. I took I like friend zoned us without even like yeah, hearing like, back okay, from him. If you're him not going to get back with me about fucking me, then yeah, maybe we would be really great friends. I really think we would. Yeah. Let's if you just got me in the same room, you'd know I was I the kind one. Of, I kind of did that a little, not the okay. one, but at least friends. And I feel like the week later, I was like, I'll always remember what we had. But <laughs> no, I didn't. But um, I did a little bit of light research and I found on Facebook that he had and I had some mutual friends. Okay, and one of the mutual friends was my friend Senta. Who is his uh, is his sister in law? She's he's her brother in law. So I messaged Senta, and I said, "Hey, this is like so random, but I found your brother in law on no. Bumble, and he like he hasn't gotten back to me." So oh my god, did you ask her to? I just said you told her that. Yeah. Oh but no, this is, that seems really it was desperate. Pushy. It was. It Ooh. wasn't. It wasn't put. It wasn't desperate. It's it, desperate. No, because I was also getting some side peen. At the time, with with the friend, so some side peed. Yes, I'd some Santa so like, side peed. Right, but I wanted some emotional peed. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay, so, so you say to Santa, you're like, hey, like kind of like, can you put match, in a word? I for saw me this guy or, wrote him a letter. He didn't get back to me. Can you put in a little? Uh, or a little can push? you confirm that like he has a girlfriend or he is now right. you know so what gay or what? And so she thought it was hilarious and said, I like oh my that you I like this idea that like you match with him or you see him on a, a dating site. And then you're like, can you see if he's gay? <laughs> you never know. People because, can turn. Like, clearly, if he doesn't want me, he must be gay. Like, I just thought, I'm like, okay, my profile was one of those. I looked cuter than I am. I was just like, I don't think he's looking for like a Pamela Anderson type. Oh, what is he? What does he want? A Louis Anderson type? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I am very much harnessing Louis Anderson today. You should. Oh my God, I uh, am really own up to that. You are. So we kind of like reconnected via that. I got back with Jack. He, I found out has a girlfriend, and I think that's part of the timing was that he was actually moving from San Diego to L.A. Yeah. and also was striking up a new relationship, and so he did the nice thing, and which was not right to me back at all. Mm. And I still feel like maybe one day we'll be friends, but in the meantime, I won't be holding my breaths. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my story so yeah so that's have you ever like st- lightly stalked uh it doesn't really work in those situations when you say lightly stalked what is that or mean? actually i didn't really lightly stalk him but i kind of um like i had a feeling that and and i'm not i'm not wrong i feel like usually when i like someone yeah. it's never like oh no it's a total bad match like i hardly like any like yeah like i rarely like people it's like every couple of years and then when i do it's for a reason because i'm like okay I there are a couple times that i went down like a little bit of a uh i guess crush rabbit hole where you're like you think you like somebody but you don't know why and so you want to get to know them there's that little oh, that hot yeah. moment you're where you're like, like you're intrigued so you're like oh, i'm gonna chase this for a minute uh, you were intrigued with one of our friends and i said give it two months and three days and i think within like that time here no it only took the three days yeah (laughs) yeah you lost that you lost uh yeah no because you meet somebody you go well they're fun or they're they're smart or they're attractive or whatever and when those things start to link up you're like hey uh what's up with your friend like is that is that a thing and and then uh you know people go no don't do it they're crazy or yeah i never even thought about that you guys should totally talk and uh yeah so that's what but you usually like people like when you have a crush you there's probably a sense that they have a little bit of a crush on yeah, you I'm not too, a right? guy like, I am not a guy that goes up in a bar and just says hey you're pretty I want to talk to you right, right I just don't do it I kind of feel like if there's a reason that uh, a conversation comes up if there's some sort of 
uh, usually it's, I know someone that knows them and then we end up talking and it's like, Oh, you're cool. You know? Okay. And then you, you, you follow it up with a date. I hardly ever talk to like stranger strangers and, and think that there's going to be, you know, I've never gotten a girl's number in a bar just randomly like, Hey, you're hot. Uh, right. want to get your number. Right. I had just had a friend who told me that, uh, he was out drawing and then some girl just walks up and says, hey, can I get your number? See, that really And, and he was like, uh, yeah, do you want to get like a commission or something? She's uh. like, uh, no, I just want your number. Now, is he hot? And they hadn't even talked. Like, what would you, if you're out in the world? Oh, he's a good looking guy. Like, yeah, so, but I just think that's ballsy. So he's ballsy. the kind that women would approach, like... I, th- I mean, I think at the time that he told me, he's like, this isn't a normal thing. Oh, that, really? That people yeah. just come up. And so... Um, yeah, I'm sure girls are constantly getting like, uh, you know, women or, or attractive men or whatever mm-hmm. people are coming up and, and doing that. I just don't do that. You know, I right. usually have a reason to talk to them. There's some sort of opening, you know, when I decide I like someone, I say, I think, perfect. I will completely ignore you now. <laughs> really? <laughs> shut down and not be able to make eye contact. Yeah. Gosh. I get like really, really weird. And then I feel like I don't get my normal self. Yeah. Like, because then I overthink everything. And then I like, I mean, you know, yeah. even like even when we, when kind of like Jack was courting me in the beginning, he was real. He would send like little like cheese it spelled out in the name Merrill and stuff like that. And he was really <laughs> sweet. And then about like, three, wait, 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 he spelled your name out in cheese its Yes. Isn't That's that kind cute? of a waste of cheese its No, it's not a waste. Well, I mean, but even like like I feel like we dated for a, or you know, we he kind of was like interested in me. And then there was a switch one night where like. He was acting a little bit aloof. And then I was like, wait, I think I have a crush on him. And then I completely felt yeah. like I turned weird. And then, then that's it. <laughs> and the rest I, is history. And the rest is history. <laughs> I ate those Cheez-Its, boy. Oh, my Did God. I, eat them? I dipped them in salmon. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm really happy to have contact. I Did you see that I booked myself a hotel room by myself over the past week? Do you even like, know where I am half the time? Uh, so we share a calendar. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could see everything. Unfortunately, I can see everything. No, you can. I can. So we have a shared campfire shit show, uh-huh. e- uh, like a, a calendar. But in order for me to see that, I have to, you had to log in with your. Oh my god! Original thing. I just turned that calendar off, right? Uh-huh. So I only see the campfire one. The problem is, is I updated my system on my computer new os or whatever and it <laughs> popped up like it checked it again like up and time to open that one and so i was looking at my calendar for whatever and it was like uh cancel waxing or something like <laughs> yeah, that oh my god and i was like oh i don't what is this and then i realized it was your thing oh my god we are yeah. synced in yeah. every way possible we are our cycles <laughs> well i don't mind that because i want you to know where i am in case i ever go missing <laughs> What is somebody going to be like? You get abducted and they put it on your calendar? It, you? No, but just so you know where I am, because I actually thought about that. I like randomly booked myself a hotel a few nights ago in Pasadena. Oh, and nice. I realized like I had not told anyone where I was or like oh, where. And, and if something happened, a murder happened, they're like, uh, "What's your alibi?" You'd be like, "I booked this hotel." Like, no, you didn't. Right? No, you, you didn't, didn't tell anybody. Exactly. I think about that after watching these like murder things. It's like where people were on a specific day X amount of months or years ago. It's like, how would I even remember? I know. That's why we have to save. I actually do save the Google I think calendar. about people who don't have a lot of friends. They're just kind of loners. Like, wh- who, what do they say? Oh, I was at home watching TV. Yeah, sure I you know. were. You're going to prison, kid. That's true. I don't know why they were in the 1920s. But <laughs> That's why we need an alibi. Ah, see? <laughs> yeah. So it was glorious. I stayed at a hotel. What hotel was it? Um, The Sheraton 
the Pasadena Convention Center. Nice. I feel like I had a wonderful night. I walked around Pasadena by myself. I love Pasadena. I do too. It's a really cool art. Like, oh my gosh. Art centric. Uh, okay. So parents, Sherry and Kenneth Climo. Yes. Move out here to Pasadena. I was trying to get, I'm trying to coax them and I feel like Pasadena would really be under their umbrella because it reminds me of our hometown Scranton, but like if Scranton had money and successful people and intelligence <laughs> and uh, like not filth. Right. Okay. So, you know, besides that, I feel like they would do really well in Pasadena and I'm trying to coax them into living there. So I did nothing for 11 hours, but lay by myself and watch the new Netflix show, The Haunting of House Hill. Have you heard about that? Or I've The Hill House or whatever it's called? I'm not really a horror guy. I, I just <gasps> don't scary. get into it. And so I'm wondering if it's really good or it's really good okay, okay. Has, if anyone i just else saw that movie it, hereditary i just saw <gasps> you it did it takes a lot for me to watch a horror film can we and spoil it for people well no there's no need to spoil it okay there, there the really part where the girl's head falls off okay don't what are you doing i'm sorry that's if, a spoiler if you don't see it by now either go see it or not go yeah, see it okay listen how about this after halloween we can tell a spoiler of that movie, okay? After Halloween, yeah, because everyone's watching it right now. It's all—it's the hot thing. Okay, but know that her head falls off. But yeah, but they don't. Meryl, they don't. Why know are how, you so awful in this? They way. don't know people. Why are you so awful? Okay. I just want to know. I want to know. Like, if I was listening to a podcast and then someone goes, "Oh, I know." Okay, we won't spoil it. Other than this major thing happens, because I think people should. You're not the person. You don't get to tell people what they know and don't know. <laughs> Let people enjoy oh, things their own way. That's the talk we just had on off air. You helped me so much with some of my like. Yeah, let's talk about that no. right now. Oh, you don't want to talk about no, it? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, you don't want to talk about this <laughs> major thing that you wanted to talk about? No, I just wanted to say that you're very helpful in my life and you're like the brother I don't want to have sex with. Right. You don't need to keep saying that. It almost sounds like you do want to have sex with me because you keep saying No, 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 no. Like the brother. Okay. I but you want to have sex with other brothers. Um... I don't know. Everything about what you're saying right now is Other awful. brothers. It's, it's awful. Like brothers. Oh, Jesus. Maybe. <laughs> okay. So anyway, okay, we're so not going to spoil the film okay. because there's no need to. I fucking hate people that spoil shit like that. Anyway, the movie is fantastic <sighs> and it leads you down this road of like, wait, what's going on to holy fuck? Is it, it that is. kind of thing? Uh, yes. It plays upon, I think, every fear that someone could have. Like no matter what type of scariness okay. you're into, okay. it that's represented into Great. it. Great. So I And that's all we're going to talk about it, okay? Okay. God fucking damn it. But just know that the, that I had no human contact for hours upon hours and I watched it eating linguini. Of course. And I'm not, I'm not allowed to say <laughs> it, but it's been a few weeks. I got linguini with clams and I sat there for hours and then the next morning, like when I was in the elevator, I was so scared that my head was going to go around and I was going to spit split pea soup out oh. because I felt like I had been like not possessed, but I felt possessed. like I had been like you ever have like jags of time where you're completely isolated and by yourself and then yeah, when course. you like go into society every time, again? Every time I go to Vegas, as soon as I get to Vegas and we check in the hotel, I'm like, yep, I'm not doing anything here. You're just I, I've been there. Stuff? I've been there so many times that I end up like just watching TV for and 12 And we hours. need that. We need to go into hibernation I sometimes. I am finding this about, about myself so much. I need alone time. I need quiet time. I need peace. And I just, sometimes I'm like, well, I'm just going to go on a trip by myself. Yeah. Just gonna, it's no offense to anyone. It's just like knowing your own limitations of like how much of society can you handle? How much talking, how much of, uh, you know, narrow can you have in your life? Um, <laughs> oh, what if I'm in the next room, like on my own solo trip? 
I was just, as you're talking, this may be the answer because I feel like I always get boyfriends that are like more than happy for me to go on solo trips. And a few years ago, uh, the person at the time was like, I said, I'm just going to go to Ojai by myself for a week. And the person like was awesome, but like never knew where I was or like, (laughs) like, and then like, I feel like I constantly get people that are crossing their fingers that you were going to get like abducted in traffic. Something. I feel like I have an odd amount of independence, like sometimes where I'm like, like one time I just drove to Lancaster, California by myself and stayed there for a whole week. And I, that's what I told you. I went yeah. to go see a hypnotist and paid $8,000. Oh, remember? And it didn't really work. And then I only had to soul. pay like 3,500. But anyway, like no one had any clue where I was. And right. That's scary. Like, I always wonder that when people are like out in the middle of the wilderness and they go out for like, they go hiking yeah. or camping. And they're out there forever. It's like, I think it would scare the shit out of me to go out hiking that long and just be alone. You know? I do too. It would be nice to have some friends to go camping with. Yeah. It would be, be really nice. It would be, uh, you know, everyone puts in a joint amount of effort. Uh, people commit to fun. Uh, people are excited. They get back to. You don't even like camping. I don't know why you say that. Are you, are you into camping? Are you, are you into hiking even? Um, oh, I just did hiking. You did? I just went hiking. Really? Yes. In fact, oh my gosh, that was see one of my things that I wrote down is hiking gone wrong. Hiking gone wrong? Yes. Gosh. So, I wish I would have known that. I would have totally segued into this. <laughs> okay, so in the spirit of um doing new things and trying new things, we I decided this past weekend that as a pack yeah. myself and my domestic partner and our dogs would go on a hike. Because I feel like we don't really do hikes. We need to get out more into the sunshine. Yeah. Um, so it was like kind of a disaster. I mean, it wasn't a disaster, but it was like, so basically we, uh, I, I really quickly looked up where we were going to go. I didn't really do any research like on the trails, on how long things were, you know, okay. like even when the park closes or whatever. So we drove about 20 miles east and um, which is kind of like, you know a little bit rural like our our you know the east county of where we are in san diego there's like kind of like mountain lions and coyotes you know i don't oh, know yeah, how to yeah, describe yeah. it but not yeah. a farm but like it becomes like deserty mountain yeah that's a good way to put it very yeah, barren yeah. And, and, and like, yeah you can there's a lot of times if you can imagine people taking their like motocross motorcycles out there and just driving everywhere and yes. it's like you can be alone yes you for can sure exactly so we took ourselves and three dogs our three dogs uh-huh. and um, don't you I, have four dogs we do but the old one is just like slowly dying in the crate like, like they know it when you month. leave with all the other three dogs like, she's like yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay i'll just go. Well, she's blind and deaf and like disintegrating as we speak um so anyway so uh i wore my hiking outfit of choice it was a skirt and a skirt <laughs> you hiked in a skirt i did i hiked in a skirt um you see what i'm saying guys she's not ready for camping I forgot to bring water for us. I only had water for the dogs. And what's it was the difference? Like, I mean, uh, the water for the dogs is out of a jug where sometimes like we'll pour a lot of water into their bottle and then or into their little dog bowl. And then if they don't drink all of it, you I'll pour, pour it, it back. back. Cause it's oh, just like, so you're not it's contaminated with, yeah. 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 With a lot so of, so you don't mind if they're contaminated, but yeah. they could be contaminated, with, but it's, it's their own <laughs> contaminants and their own parasites okay. that they're just re-ingesting. Sure. So, Great. but then I forgot no water for us on the way there. I demanded slash asked if we could stop at Starbucks. So I got a pumpkin spice latte 
So I'm hiking with a pumpkin. They put whipped cream on it. So my hiking gear is myself wearing a skirt and pumpkins. I think I have a picture of what I it looks like. I think we hope do. We, I think we do. So we're walking. We're walking. Like at this point, there's no one else on the trail. Um, I'm beginning to get that feeling of like, okay, why is there no one else? It's a Saturday afternoon. Uh-huh. It's really freaky. You know, our dogs are like getting kind of overheated and it's just like, right. Oh, on the way there, uh, Jack and I got into a huge fight because his, he uses those like annoying leashes that like extend and retract. Like it's like, okay. it's like a handheld thing and sure. these leashes, like, you know, when you let it's it It's like go. a zip line thing. Oh, and, yes. and it goes X amount of feet, 10 feet, yes. 20 feet. Okay. And it drives me crazy. I feel Why? like because the dogs will get tangled. Okay. So you would, you would rather have like a thick six foot leash. Yes. That's it. Dogs. Dogs. They're not, it's, it's, it's weird. And it also annoys me because like they constantly get tangled in stuff and then it's like, I don't know the solution. And so, right. you know, I'm just like, I know the solution, like switch to normal leashes. And so, okay. so anyway, so I, uh, thrust my ideals upon him where I said like, can we not, these leashes are bad. And you? so then, you I did know, this. You're right. I'm seeing, a, I'm seeing, a, seeing a pattern. But Pete, they should just listen. <laughs> How old are you? 36. You're constantly, you're, you're, you're finally seeing a pattern in your. Okay. But okay. here's the pattern. It's called efficiency. Okay, like, I understand that. If your that, dogs get tangled, where's this? Boom, there's a solution. New, you use uh, new leashes. Some people don't see the solution in things as easy and as I you do. And I do, and they can things. trust me. Okay, but so people want to do things their way. Right. Right, and that their way might not be your way. But if it's incorrect, it's my job to change uh, there it. There are certain rules, like driving, right? There is a way that you can do it without causing accidents by not acting erratically Oops. or changing lanes like slowly, and you don't do it. <laughs> Why don't you just do it the right way? Because this is what I'm saying. It's Meryl. not an issue. I'm not act- I'm actually not looking for an answer. I'm just saying, think about that. Reflect in it. Re- oh, reflect in that <laughs> I shit. love it. Okay, Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 uh, so we had we got into a huge fight. Like we we arrived I at this. Still, I'm so, I'm rattled to my bone that you guys got into a fight. I'm so surprised. Oh my you god, you guys never argue. We're both very temperamental. Yeah, you're and, both brats. Yeah, we are. It sounds we are. Like. We definitely are. I love you both, but come on. At one point, Jack screamed like, "Can we go home now?" And it, it's just like, uh, <laughs> like I know. And then we always hug each other and we're like, "Sorry, sorry," but like you know, I, I just think. To, we are like it's it's like for the most part it's good 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 but then when it gets like we are in a fight it's like yeah. a bad fight and really heated and really like yeah. we we just are both very you're passionate yes. you're passionate as they that's what that's what brats say brats would say we're passionate people I'm passionate no, you're little assholes but I'm being passionate cage while- your shit cage your shit get over it before you say something that you shouldn't say think about it think first okay but when the dogs are wrapped like twizzlers around a pole do i just say like i don't know <laughs> like yeah like- do it like that too do it exactly like that <laughs> no i think you say like there is a solution here and i think if we just tried the other leashes it would be better do you have those leashes oh my god Meryl? see the way you say things always sound so much better do you have yep. those other leashes yep i then, bought those leashes here's what you do you bought them yep you Clip those dogs up and say, let's try these leashes today and see if you still have that that. same response from the day. See, that's so much less like just anger invoking them the way I do things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) That really does help me. (laughs) (laughs) Like Bo's going to come on this hike just to like mediate how I actually communicate. That's really good. So, okay. So we got over the hike. It's not even that good. It's not even that good. I'm not giving you some kind of like crazy advice. It's like. Uh, it should be I just feel like in other baseline. circumstances I could do that, but for some reason, 
Jack and I like hit the bullseyes of each other's yeah. annoyances. Like, yeah, I get that. Like I, mean, I you know, like I feel like I speak to him in ways not not rude, but almost just like I do this weird thing where yeah, yeah. So anyway, you guys, you guys have known each other for a long time, so I get that. And it's like seeing your parents after not That's seeing exactly them for years. That's exactly how it feels. And yes. then you're like, oh, I'm so excited to see them. And then as soon as you see them, you're like, I'm done. We like we always get into a I always get into a fight with when I don't see my parents for a long time. Like they'll land here, and then within 15 minutes on the car ride, we blow up, and then it's okay. And so I do that with Jack. I've gone for five days at a time in a hotel by myself, and then I'm just like, fuck these leashes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great thing. Oh God. Okay. So anyway, so. We got over that. We started going on the hike more and more and more. And then we started seeing signs posted everywhere that a mountain lion had just been spotted. What? So, yes. And so there you have, have been three dogs. Th- yep. Two of the them. Two teeny of you, weenies. And there are mountain lions. Yep. With no other humans. I'm wearing a skirt, drinking my Starbucks. <laughs> Jack is still, uh, you know, trying to figure out how to strangle me with one of the leashes. And so uh, we're starting to see like Should more be pretty and more easy. signs. It's, it yeah, it's true. I, yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. And so... Um, so we're starting to see more signs and then we're trying to also like look to see where the trail goes, but none of our phones are working. We don't have any sort of trail map. <laughs> so I just say, let's just go back to the car. Yeah. So after about Quickly. Like 40 minutes, we go back to the car and that yeah. was our hike. But you lived. We did live. The dogs lived. And you guys didn't yeah. kill each other. No. And it's still so good to have these types of, I would still rather do that than like, sit at home and watch like law and order or something like that yes like of course i mean i just think uh it's funny how we want to go do these things and a lot of times we're really unprepared for it right yes. i mean you want to go hiking because you feel like oh that'll be good for us let's go hiking and then you get out there and you realize like i shouldn't wear a skirt we have no we have I no water have pumpkin spice latte <laughs> i have no water they're a mountain lion <laughs> we don't it's know like, where we are clearly <laughs> do not what they call the outdoorsy type no okay well i'm sorry that your hiking went wrong but you made it through. And we're going to try again. And I learned. You, you learned. I take a backpack. And there you go. Water. And there you go. Yeah. So it's nice. So I feel like I'm going to be a hiker now. Let's no, go together. You're not. Why do you always say things like that? Your <laughs> lesson learned in this is that you're going to be a hiker. You're not going to be a hiker. I think we should go on one and maybe do like a live, like a, like there a real is camp. No, one. I'm going to be really clear. There's no fucking way I'm going hiking with you. There is no way I'm going camping with you. There's just no fucking way. It would be in the month of awful this month. Next month, you'll see when you have available. Exactly. November's a new month. Let's do it. <laughs> what good would come out of camping? We can eat marshmallows and we can hang out with our friends and we can like. Are oh, we going to sit around the fire like we're actually <laughs> like we tell everyone and we do? You can create a fire uh, and we can uh, talk some spooky shit. Oh, I see what you did there. We're going to get into some spooky shit. So creep on over, listen for a bit. But don't look now, it's some spooky shit. Hello? Hi, hey. is this Anthony? Hey. Hey, yeah, it is. Hey, what's up? It's Marilyn Bo. Hi, Anthony. Hey, what's up, guys? Hi, uh, so we're ready to get spooked out with you. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I've got uh, a really awesome campfire story. Um, I usually tell this like if we're camping or whatever, but this is the thing that makes it so creepy is this is a real story. This really actually happened, and it happened to my mom. And I think I was like ten years old. Um, but just to give you a little backstory from uh, my perspective, I grew up in Michigan, so this is in Michigan, about fifty miles north of Detroit. It's scary already. And <laughs> we have. Uh, 
bridge that actually uh, lets us into Canada. So most of my childhood, we would um, go into Canada. I mean, it was just like a 10-minute drive. It was before September 11th. It's pretty easy to just kind of hop over the border and just go wherever you wanted. And the story happened. So my mom was, she was 36 at the time, and her friend, uh, Leslie, I think was about her age as well. And so it was my mom and her friend, Leslie, and they were going on a little trip to Toronto, which was like a two-and-a-half-hour drive. And I don't know, are you guys familiar with Canada at all? Yes, I've heard of it before. <laughs> I know people are nice and have long eyelashes. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, um, the interesting thing about once you go over the bridge is that everything's obviously in kilometers per hour. So uh, in Michigan, you know, we drive... I think the speed limit was like 70 or 80 in some parts. So you're driving like 10 miles an hour over that. But in Canada, they want to try to catch Michigan people like speeding because they can get easy money from, you know, riding your ticket. Oh, yeah. So once you get over the border, um, the speed limit is only like 100 kilometers per hour, which is 60 miles an hour uh, in Michigan. So uh, one of the things that Canada likes to do is they'll just hide out and try to catch people when they're speeding. So my mom and Leslie are traveling to Toronto, and this is before cell phones. This is like 19, uh, 1992, I think. So uh, before cell phones, and uh, it's just these two women uh, trying to go to Toronto for a party. Well, they get over the bridge, and as soon as you get over the bridge, there's like a little bit of a city, but then it's just dead so you've got two lanes that's it just two lanes going towards or away from wherever you're going and there's no like city there's no houses nothing it's just farmland and exits are not like here where they're every mile they're actually more every like like 5k so like every 3.2 miles is kind of how each exit was so even if you pass an exit you still have three miles to go to the next one and I don't know if this is a little foreshadowing, but uh, every scary story when, you know, you're in a car and you're alone and there's two women. So uh, that's a little foreshadowing for what's about to happen here. So, yeah, all right. So they are driving, and I would say within like five miles or so, uh, all of a sudden this lifted truck, my mom actually called it a monster truck because she called any truck that had a lift, you know, like was a monster truck because it was just so tall. Um, but this one sounded like it was pretty legit, huge. And as they're driving, this guy's just like riding right up on their ass. And Lexi was driving, and my mom was in the passenger seat. Now, my mom is a little bit more level-headed, but Leslie's like the party girl. She's the wild child. Like, she's, she kind of is the one that would get my mom in trouble or whatever, right? So this guy's like riding her ass, and my mom's like, well, just go faster. And Leslie's like, I don't know. I don't really want to get a, you know. I don't want to get a ticket for going too fast. And I was like, ah, whatever, you know, we'll just tell the, it was actually the OPP. Yeah, you know me? The OPP is Ontario Police Patrol. So she just was like, I don't want the OPP to stop you or, you know, get a ticket or whatever. So uh, Les is like, fine, okay, I'll just speed up. So this monster truck is, you know, kind of like still riding her ass, even though she's going well over the speed limit now. So she's driving like 70, 80 miles an hour when it's supposed to be 60. And this guy's just staying right with them. So then Leslie gets in the left lane, and the truck gets in the left lane. So then Leslie gets in the right lane, and the truck gets in the right lane. So then my mom's like, well, just brake check him a couple times. So she, you know, kind of slams on the brake a little. But the guy just, he's not letting up. And he is pretty lifted. So if they were to, like, slam on their brakes, this guy would probably just fly right out over top of them. He was pretty high up. 
So now, I mean, they've been going for a few miles now. They just can't shake this guy. So they're thinking, like, hmm, maybe we should just, like, get off the freeway. And my mom's like, no, 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 we don't want to get off the freeway because, you know, he'll follow us. And there's not, it's not like there's a city or anything. You actually have to get off the freeways and then drive, like, a mile or two to get to, like, the gas station or whatever it was. There just was nothing on the, like, on the exit ramps. So they try to shake this guy a little bit more. They drive, like, down to 30 miles an hour. The guy's just staying with them. And so now my mom and Leslie are both now really freaked out. Because clearly this guy is not, and they couldn't even see him because he's so high up. Um, eventually, Leslie gets in the left lane. The guy gets in the left lane. Leslie gets in the right lane, and the guy all of a sudden just pulls up right next to them. So now they're like, "Oh, okay, cool. We'll slow down. He'll go in front of us. Everything will be fine." But he doesn't. He just stays right there on the left side of their car. So when she slows down, he slows down. When he speeds up, she speeds speeds up. <clears throat> or I mean, he speeds up. So. At the, uh, let's see, so that went on for a little bit while, and then all of a sudden the guy just takes off. So he takes off in front of them, he gets into their lane, and Leslie starts to slow down. So my mom's like, okay, what we'll do is we'll just get off at the next exit. They had actually just passed the exit. So um, they're like, we'll get off at the next exit, we'll go to the gas station, we'll run inside real quick, and we'll just tell them this crazy guy, you know, whatever. They got his license plate number. Um, and so... He's like way out in the distance. I mean, it's flat land. There's no trees, no nothing. So they can see everything. And um, they're starting to go a little slower. But then all of a sudden they see this guy. There was obviously somebody in the passenger seat. And the guy has something that he holds out the window and all of a sudden just throws it. And they see all these things flying from the box. And they see the box. And so um, at the very end of it uh so the guy takes off but leslie now is like really intrigued by what this guy had in the box or whatever and you know it's far enough up that she was able to slow down so my mom's like no leslie let's just keep going like let's not stop leslie's like no we need to see what was on the box maybe it's got his address maybe it's got his name like we could actually get with it she's like we got the license plate number everything's cool you know these are just some jerks like two women and leslie's like no i need to know what this is so Leslie pulls over. Oh my God. I'm, I'm so her, mad no. at Leslie right now. <laughs> What's that? I said, I'm so mad at Leslie right now. It's like, Leslie, have you ever seen a horror movie? Well, like, you know, she's like this weird, crazy wild child. And she was always getting my mom in trouble. So it just seemed fitting that she would pull over. So Leslie pulls over and she kind of sees where the box is. And there's no like real big ditch. It's just kind of like a little indent to where to hold water or whatever or runoff. And so Leslie walks up and then all of a sudden stops and just yells my mom's name, Deb. She's like, Deb, you got to come out here. And my mom's like, no, Leslie, no, like, just come on. And she's like, Deb, get out here. So my mom's like reluctantly getting out of the car and walking up and Leslie turns around and she's just pale, like all the color in her face left. She's just like completely white and like just in awe of what she saw. So my mom walks up, she sees the box, and inside the box were hundreds and hundreds of human toes. <gasps> Real? Oh, my, toes? <laughs> so everything that flew out of the box were like these human toes. The box was just completely filled, and it's just now sitting there on the side of the road. Oh, my God. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> 
What did they do? Well, they went to the next exit and called a tow truck. Ah! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it was, did, is our very first one? Did we Bo get pranked? Really silent. I feel like he's about to kill me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you really got us. <laughs> That's really, really, really funny. Oh my god, Anthony, we got Anthony. We got towed on our what? first one. Fuck you. I love that. <laughs> I no, I I appreciate that. That's awesome. But wait, a little part of me is like, did that happen, you know or this is still a joke? You guys might hate the story, but I swear to God, you guys are gonna tell it at the next campfire. Yeah. <laughs> We really oh will. My oh God. my gosh, Anthony, that's actually I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I I just I was about to be like, oh, that's weird, a bunch of toes. Thanks for calling by. I mean, we never would have gotten to like anything. <laughs> you know what's crazy is uh, sometimes people will just not even say anything. They'll just totally believe me. So I have to coax the like. So what did they do out of them? You know, like that's me. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with us. We really went on a roller or to- roller yeah. toaster with you. You took us on a roller coaster, goddammit. <laughs> okay, well, thanks thank for calling. you so much. All right, guys. Have fun. Okay, thanks. Bye. Spooky shit. You know, sometimes when we have these spooky shits, you know, you know, like, like the regular shits, the spooky <laughs> shits, uh, they take me in places and I'm like, okay, what what's going to happen here? This is kind of creepy. And sometimes I'm like, all right, that's some bullshit. Uh, this one, I was I was in. I was totally in. Yeah, we were scared. And then this motherfucker makes it a joke. <laughs> he makes it a joke. We loved it. I, yeah. He heard it in my voice, my, or lack of voice, that I was like not interested. I was like, you took me down this road to tell me a joke? I think it's hilarious. You're dead to me, Anthony. Totally. You're dead. You're, loved dead. It. No. You're alive. We no, re- resurrected we, you. Yeah, you're resurrected. We just, love you. Just like a dead person. <laughs> anyway. Don't be a zombie. Okay, I have some happy news I really want to share with everyone. You do? Yeah, we need like a happy news, happy news. Can we just make that the thing? Yeah. Why don't you do the theme song right now? Happy news, happy news from the girl who's a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's okay. your happy news? A few episodes ago, a few months ago, I told a very harrowing story about going down to Mexico and uh-huh. I saw... Uh, a pig eating an aluminum can you know i know i make everything jokey and i know i'm a wacky you know crazy doodle but it really really affected me and i like i thought about it a long time because it just affected me so much of like seeing an animal ingest a can and me not doing anything and like right. other people around and i just had a really bad taste in my mouth it's if you funny will. that those things happen and you don't realize how much they're going to impact you later when you don't do something. Right. You, you almost are like, oh, what's that? Oh, that's not right. That shouldn't be happening. But when you don't step in and take charge and say something that's being done wrong. Yes. I've had those things affect me for decades where I'm like, I should have stepped in. I should have done something. So. I think so too. I heard about, I once read about a writer that like saw a horse get whipped as he was walking and like that alone sent him into like a nervous breakdown where he was unable to then cope with society and i feel like with animals i have a like i'm teetering on sanity to begin with already and like something like that is enough to tip me over i think we all agree that you are teetering (laughs) so so i saw this pig ingest a beer can i was distraught like i said before we had to leave the beach i was crying i started insulting the locals a little bit and it was just like it was a thing it really was a thing so uh, we recently took our really good friends down to Mexico and I kept on saying, let's go to the beach. Like, but 
you know, I need to redeem the speech because this was where I saw the pig swallow the can. And yeah. like I had a little bit of um, I had, a you know, just some residue of sadness left over. So sure. so we walk onto the beach and we're walking, we're walking. And all of a sudden I'm like, wait, could it be? And I turn the corner and the pig is still there happily snorting, like completely fine and being beautiful and just sitting there. And so I come to learn that the pig's name is Philomena and she's a beautiful sow and she uh, eats everything and anything. So like that trash can that I saw, like it was unfortunate, but that is not completely out of the norm. And so someone had said before, like, oh, I've seen her eat like, you know, it's really awful. I saw saw her eat a Volkswagen. And that's messed up. But like, you know, so I, you know. So I mean I don't know how she could pass. Well, I a trash think thing, I think but, also uh, I guess in this case you didn't realize what that what what the reality was for that pig. Yeah. And, and you got upset, but maybe there's more to the story. Exactly. I guess what you're saying. So like all the styrofoam probably like absorbed the yeah. uh, aluminum can, which is okay. But so anyway, the pig looked totally happy and fine, and it made me like so excited because I felt like this had been like a loose end of my Aww, life. That's good. And to see the pig happy. You buttoned it up. I did button it up. Yeah. So this little piggy went into my memory bank as a happy thing now. That's good. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Meryl. Exactly. It was very... You uh, worked through this thing on your own. I worked through it with the little help of myself and me Googling <laughs> about pigs. <laughs> it's good to research and reach out to people. Meanwhile, they, the people who uh, are there at the beach, they just put a new pig out every week. That no, I even asked. I said, has this been the same one? Like Philomena is here to stay and that's her. <laughs> and I just think, I don't know, I just got really happy. I got caught in a wormhole of like watching little pig videos the other night. I don't oh, even no, know why. Don't. That's not, not something that I ever do. They recognize their names. Oh, and they're so cute. This little pig was like eating an apple. I know, and I was like, sweet. oh, you taste delicious. <laughs> no. Apple smoked bacon. Um, <laughs> now, what else is going on? I have heeded your advice and completely went the opposite route. And then now I signed myself up for a class every Thursday night in Los Angeles. So yeah. I know script our last writing. talk was about yeah. script writing. Yes. Gosh, the scripts you'll write. The scripts I write. Yeah. Oh, uh, the places you'll go. So I really want to take my job at uh, LA Animal Services, which is yeah. where one of my jobs, and make a little bit of a comedy about it. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Called LA Mammals. So, uh, so LA yeah, so Mammals. LA Mammals. So, hmm. copyright trademark. LA Zoo. No, because that's an actual thing. I know, but you say it in a different. Well, way. I like LA Mammals. Let my class figure it out for LA me. LA Mammals. I like the way it is. LA Mammals. So, uh, so my class is every Thursday and I'll keep you guys posted on how it goes. Yeah. And I'm going to take a film class. So fuck you. We're adult learners. We're adults. Everyone else in my class is going to be 22 and they're all going to have like, (laughs) I have 28,000 on my Instagram. It's at this, it's at Flappers Comedy too. And I just can't keep picturing like. You know what you should do? Everyone in that class, you should ask. Ask them to write a camper of the week question. <gasps> You're right. Because you, wait till they. Yeah, that'd be great. I'll say, oh, this isn't script writing class. This yes. is actually like come yeah. up with a question for yeah. us. Well, lucky for us, I have one today. What? Flapping. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm just psychic today. Flapping in my lips. Oh, oh God. All right, just ask okay. the question. Oh my gosh, I know this person too. Steve from Silver Lake writes, <laughs> what are your irrational fears? That. <laughs> that <laughs> that Bo never <laughs> snaps back to reality. <laughs> I'm just like that forever. First of all. No, no. So the question is, Steve from Silver Lake writes, what do you have any irrational fears? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
You go first. Uh, I don't have any. Yes, you no, do. No, I don't. I do. I My number one fear for animals, you know how some people are like spiders and snakes and things that can kill you? I'm scared to death of whales. What? Yes. That is weird. The gray angels of the sea? <laughs> I hate orcas. I hate no. blue whales. I hate all that shit. They scare the fuck out of me. How could even like the big, I mean, just because they're so majestic? So, uh, they're not majestic at all. They're actually deadly. They call them killer whales. What other animals do they have a killer well, shark? Those ones are, I could see you flying up like a seal. They don't call it like a, a you know, a killer llama. They call it a killer <laughs> whale. But llamas are really mean. I know. But this is a killer whale. But even blue whales, they could swallow you whole. Have you ever, listen, one time I was in the water in Mexico and there was a whale shark. Do you know what those look like? They're huge and they have these big open mouths and they just just eat plankton. Yep. But their mouths are so big they could swallow you whole. That scares the fuck out of me. That's really scary. And as a kid, you watch Pinocchio. They're living in there. There's Jonah in the whale. There's fucking Moby Dick. Could you imagine just swimming and by accident like a wave takes you into a whale? Now I'm terrified. Thanks a lot. I used to love whales. I'm scared. My palms are sweating now because that really does actually scare me. But wait, wouldn't they like like their baleen, which is their like, I think part of their mouth, like look at you is almost like a screen for krill. Yes. So so wouldn't yeah. like I not make it through? Brush. Would I really make it into their stomachs or not? Or is that like a thing? I don't know. Like if it opened its mouth, wouldn't it scream me? Well, it can me? open its mouth. It keeps its mouth slightly open, right? Yeah. Slightly open. And that's what... So the, things go yeah. in. But won't they filter? Like could they just swallow a seal? Yeah. They swallow it. They swallow everything. Well, now I'm a little they bit swallow scared of the whales. Sea. The ocean in general is an over, is very overpowered. Oh, I hate the like ocean. That. The dark black ocean is a fucking scary it place. It is scary. But it's beautiful for but like... we don't even know what's in there yet. We still don't know. I uh, I fear it from afar, but I also like... that. It's it's insanely cool. Like, oh, all the, it's like, beautiful. All the electric ah, yes. eels and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that, I think that's probably the major irrational so whales, I know is irrational. Whales. What about the country whales? Country whale? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> um, no, I'm not scared of whales. I also am, I'm going to I'm going to guess like an irrational fear of yours. What? Like maybe this is an irrational fear, but just a, a fear in general, like being stuck with like when you're kind of out of control a little bit. Like I can't picture you no, on like a car. I, no, no. I've learned in my many years on this earth how to like kind of let go of certain things. So it's not an it isn't a fear anymore. There used to be a time where I was like, I didn't like being put in situations where I didn't have control or didn't know what was going to kind of happen. I'm the guy that wants the instructions so that I can say, oh, this is how it's supposed to be done. Now we can tweak that a little bit. But right. at least I have an idea of what, you know, to just throw me into a thing and say, do whatever. I, I think as a younger man, I would have been like, I'm not comfortable. You but know? now you are. But I'm OK now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So tell me, um, you have okay. some irrational. I don't fears. know how irrational it is. I think it's a common one, but like heights for me. But stupid. No, but stupid. okay, this isn't. But it's, it's not irrational. Okay, but it's if fear of falling. It's totally yes. Okay, so that's a scary thing. one. I know one that you have yes. that I make fun of every time. I know escalators. I know you fucking hate escalators. And you just sent me an article about an out of control possessed escalator that like injured twenty people. I loved it. I lo- and you see the mangled up yep. metal. 
Ooh, we, well, we're going to post it. We're going to post that photo. We will. I can't Holy breathe. shit. It looks like it ate people. I know. And we, we are now, I'm taking the elevator from now on because every time we're on an escalator, Bo like pokes me and kicks me and like I don't, does stuff. I don't know. I don't kick you. That is an awful, <laughs> that is not true. I'll like grab your shoulder and just jiggle it a little yeah. bit and you'll be like. <gasps> I know. It's not nice. And you spread out fully, like holding both sides of the thing. You're like, down. Well, we're going to go whale watching and I'm going to hoist you over the edge. I hope there are a lot of escalators. Um, Mine. Okay. I have a really, I have a weird one that I always think about when I am in a public restroom. I'm always very afraid that someone is going to come over the stall, like through the top and strangle me that way. Mm. Like I'm afraid that there's going to be someone in the stalls next to me and I'll be like sitting down, like looking at my phone or just like unaware of the situation. And someone is going to like or a haunted person or some type of thing is going to come over and like grab my head and like what? smother me to death. That's a I think about that every single time I use the public, a public restroom Jeez. every time I heard a, uh, like a reporter, a story one time where it's like, you know, people stealing stuff from under the stall. If you go in with there with your brief, briefcase. Oh yeah. Like, See, and it's like, I always think about that when I'm in there. So I make sure I never take my briefcase. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But like, and I, I feel like just even part of being a woman, unfortunately, is also have like living a little bit in irrational fear. Like the old wives tales about mm. people hiding under your car, people in the back of your car. Like, sure. That's not sure. really irrational, but I don't, my level of fear surrounding it is, ira- is you know, probably somewhat irrational. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think I get a little irrational at nighttime when I'm walking. Yeah. Even, even when, when I'm with someone. I might like uh, prepare to kill someone at any moment. Yeah, and just that's good. With whatever think, object. Right, and we are still animals at the end yeah. of the day. Thank goodness. We're just a bunch baby. of we're a bunch of beach pigs. Oh my god! Swallowing the can of life. <laughs> that's very sweet. Oh, uh, okay. I'm almost exhausted. No, don't. I'm don't almost be exhausted. exhausted. Okay, one other. Uh, let's give a shout out to two of our friends. Oh, let's do it. They're both. Really awesome drinking podcast. Oh. The first one you've heard us mention before, and there's a reason why. He's our friend. We love him. It's okay. Chris from the Drink Until You podcast. Hey, Chris. Oh, my gosh. I just realized, and the other person's name is Chris as well. That's really weird. Oh, my weird. God. This makes it really easy. So, the drink so we'll until just you say. Po- thanks, it's- Chris's. <laughs> one Chris from the Drink Until You podcast, who he gives a drink recommendation on each episode. I love it. We love it, too. And then the other one is our friend Chris from Pubcast Worldwide. So he basically has made a career of traveling all around the world drinking beer with people. What a smart guy. A smart guy. Uh, him and I just hung out at Mighty... Uh, we went to go see the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. That's awesome. And he got like a media pass for Pubcast and he was there and we hung out and we want to give a shout out to both of those Chris's. You are you guys are doing great. Hey, Chris's. I want a media pass. For what are you covering it for? What's your media I outlet? I know you've told me that before. You message me any event you want to go to and you say, could you get me a media pass? <laughs> I just feel like having a media pass, you can get into anything yes. for free. But then first, let's create a media. I mean, besides uh, this, this like, is the media. This is a media, but let's we'll do uh, we'll do a new review on the Campfire Shit Show. It's like, hey, this is event. a great band that we saw. Yeah, let's do that immediately. OK, I'm done. And scene. <laughs> Okay, you guys. Well, I think we are going to sign off here and go work on our seven <laughs> other jobs. Yeah, no, I already said and seen. We are done. That means like, like and seen. No, no, and seen. Done. That's done. Is it and seen or end seen? So, no, and seen. But you're saying and. Yeah, I'm saying So, which and. means there's more to continue, which I'm continuing. No, if no, you were to and, say and seen is like cut. No, no, no. You and have to say means cut begin. The, no. End seen. I think you've been hearing it wrong all these years. A- end. Have I? Yes. And scene means like go. 
Like and take. Why wouldn't you just say end? People say that. I think in like Moby Dick, not to bring it up all that whales again. I think at the end they say end. You're such a mean person. You're always. I'm doing not. That. I'm just saying get it correct or don't come at all. <laughs> come correct. And I also like why am I so confident covered in coffee? Like <laughs> like it is a problem that I do think I know better. You're when telling I me to things <laughs> to do, and meanwhile, <laughs> your whole life is in shambles. I couldn't. I could not be like less like per- good to give someone advice in my whole life. Well, until next time. Thank you. Thank you. And scene. <laughs> this episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was produced by me, your friendly camp counselor, Jeremy Stack. Hey campers, if you want to be the next camper of the week, email campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at Campfire Shit Show. And please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Good night, kids. Sleep tight. So I love Louis Anderson, and I'm happy to be compared with him.